so it is our iHeartRadio album release party with Weezer. My name is Booker. We're celebrating the release today of Van Weezer. Um, yeah. Congratulations on the new record. Um, obviously, can we just start with the title? I'm a massive Van Halen fan, and obviously seeing your logo one day, I still remember the first day I said, these guys are into Van Halen? How did that happen? And uh, what does it mean to you to have this album called Van Weezer? Uh, it means we're going to unleash some more wicked guitar riffage, but combine it with the classic Weezer sound. Yeah. So, you know, big sing-alongs, big guitars, and, and just a little more fun on the, on the shredding. What did um, Eddie mean to you as a musician, as a guitarist? Well, he kind of uh, kicked the whole thing off as far as the, the shredding goes. Yeah. Uh, inspired all my favorites from the 80s. And when I first picked up a guitar, that's the kind of music I wanted to play. So that's really how I learned how to play the instrument was playing those kind of riffs. So it's yeah. fun to play it now. Why did it take so long to put out a, quote, metal record then? Well, it's, it's funny because uh, in spite of learning how to play uh, that style of music when I was a teenager, it, it suddenly became very uncool around the time of Nirvana and Nevermind. It's like everyone was like, cut their hair and was like, oh, I, I don't know how to do two-handed tapping or whammy bar techniques. But um, it was just a few years ago, um, it was, I think it was in between two songs at one of our shows, I just absentmindedly did one of these kind of things um, and the crowd went nuts and they were like yeah so I did it again and they went nuts again so I was like oh, maybe do we should make a whole album like that third time's a charm come yeah. on <laughs> it is cool to hear a band like Weezer blast into eruption it just sometimes doesn't make sense but that's the great thing about music it's uh it's fantastic the album I love the metal edge to it. Who else, who else inspired you back in those times, in those days, to, uh, to make music, metal music, since we're talking about the rock edge of this album? Metallica. Metallica. Yeah. Yeah. Ozzy, I think there's a little ode to Ozzy on this record. Yeah, we got a little crazy train in there. Hey, you're listening to Weezer Day by Day, Day 14, talking about Van Weezer, came out in 2021. I don't need to tell you that the title is a reference to Van Halen, and obviously this is going to be a heavier album with heavy guitars, arena rock style songs. It was originally supposed to come out in May of 2020, then it was postponed for a year, I guess because of COVID. Rivers first mentioned this album back in 2019. He was being interviewed by the Los Angeles Times, and he mentioned OK Human and this. And then later, Billboard asked him about those two upcoming albums that he had talked about. That was in March 2019. And he mentioned the Black Album and the White Album to them as well. And then he said, quote, The other one, I'm depressed thinking about it, I have this huge emotional block. It's called Van Weezer, and it's basically a super rock album, like the Blue Album, but more guitar riffs. Guitarist Brian Bell also acknowledged the album's existence throughout 2019 
in August 2019, he suggested that their management wanted them to put out Van Weezer before OK Human, but I guess Rivers Cuomo won that battle. By 2021, there was no way I was going to expect anything Weezer put out to necessarily be that great. So even when they said, we're making a heavy rock album like the first album, it definitely didn't get my hopes up. All right, track one, Hero. So this song has one, two, three, four, five co-writers. You know, this is okay, but none of these hooks are close to as good as River's best songs, and the chorus isn't really that great. The I Walk Alone part is all right, but this this is also just kind of too long. Never really fires on all cylinders. To use a phrase I don't think I've ever used on the podcast. I know it won't last on the inside. On the inside. I'm an outcast. Track two, all the good ones. Uh, the verse is horrible, and the chorus is flat and lame. So, the song sucks. I met her by an ice tea at the corner mini mart. She was thirsty. I was hungry for a star with somebody who wouldn't break my heart like the last one. But this one, she plays for all the marbles. Her Nietzsche books are conversation starters. Damn, I think I loved her from the first sight I saw the light The clouds opened up Rest in peace, good night Track 3, The End of the Game So, I guess in March 2020 Weezer released a video game Called The End of the Game on a website called theendofthegamegame.com and it was a side-scrolling arcade-style shooter game in which the player controlled one of the four members of Weezer as they attempted to defeat the alien that's from the music video for this song and after defeating the alien the player had to navigate a screen full of invisible traps and then claim a prize and upon reaching the goal the browser linked you to never gonna give you up. So you got rickrolled when you completed the game. Um, As a song, this is pretty weak. The verse is mildly catchy. The bridge is okay. The chorus is not very good. There are elements of this that I like, but overall, um, as an entire piece of work, it's okay. Track 4, 
Track 4, I Need Some of That. This is a shameless Weezer pop song, and I don't necessarily have a problem with that. It doesn't have any of the personality of Weezer or of Rivers songs. None of the stuff that made Weezer or Rivers special, necessarily, when they were special. This is more paint by numbers, but it's listenable. Track 5, Beginning of the End. So the last song, Rivers gave the guys from Asia a co-write. This song, he gives Billy Joel a co-write. That's one thing that happens on this album is he kind of lifts melody lines and then just gives co-writes to the people he lifted. And maybe he was just being careful because of all the lawsuits we've seen in recent years. Um, I'm I'm not into the verse on this song but the chorus is good as a whole i wouldn't go out of my way to listen to this but my head is spinning it's the beginning of the end the people freak out when i walk out there so Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. 
I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Track six is called Blue Dream. Includes very strange lifts of riffs from Crazy Train. And then, you know, Ozzy and Randy Rhodes and Bob Daisley are listed as co-writers. I I don't get the point. I don't know what the point is. I, I they're Building a song around those riffs, a song that's, you know, far inferior to Crazy Train itself, there's a reasonably catchy chorus, but what the fuck is this? Track seven is called One More Hit. Very typical late era Rivers song. Heavy riffs on the verse catchy bridge bland chorus with quirky lyrics then there's even a thrash metal section the problem with this it's not fun it just doesn't feel fun or entertaining and that above all is what it needed to be the promo art for this song was the art from the first winger album what was that supposed to mean because this doesn't sound like winger and i'd rather listen to winger than this so the the quirky lyrics the thrash metal section the winger art none of it lands Track 8 is a song called Sheila Can Do It. This was actually co-written by Rivers and Kevin Rydell from his first band. Remember that? Avant-Garde. This song is kind of fun. It's got an 80s pop vibe. It's catchy enough. It's a pretty good Weezer song. It sounds like a Weezer song. It's a tad bit generic at the same time, so it's not great. But, you know. She looks like she's having fun
things I do when she needs help, I come through. Sometimes she hands me a jar of jiff, and I feel good when I open it. Track 9, She Needs Me. Beyond generic. I have to think Rivers can shit this out in 30 seconds, pluck it out of the toilet, and toss it on an album. Track 10, this is it. We've reached the end. Precious Metal Girl. I think I hate this. It's supposed to be quirky, right? We're mentioning Faster Pussycat. Well, it feels forced. It's not funny. It's not uh, whatever it's supposed to be. I don't know. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's embarrassing. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. You could say, oh, it's it's innocent. It's innocent. It's uh, whatever. He's just having fun. Doesn't feel like fun. That's the problem. I think that's that's a big part of the problem here. When it's supposed to be fun, it just doesn't feel fun. It feels forced. And we know that Rivers is a character. He's a weird guy. He's in his head. He's in his head a lot. I think that when he, you know, the part of Buddy Holly... The what's the matter, what's the matter, what's the matter, you. You know, the what's with, what's with these homies dissing my girl. When he did stuff like that, that was funny. I appreciated that. That was fun. But, you know, at this point, this deep into his career and uh, whatever he's doing here, it doesn't have the same, call it charm. Whatever, whatever. You know what I mean, probably. And that's just missing. And it's been missing. It's been missing. So, this album, Van Weezer, yeah, I don't think it's very good. It was supposed to be a rock album. Songs aren't great. I actually like OK Human more. You know, who would have thunk? But here we are at the end of Weezer Day by Day. I mean, I could do another episode. They, in 2022, they released four EPs online. SCNZ. I went and listened to some of that. The production is modern. I don't like the the production is just robotic. You don't hear a room. You don't hear a band in a room. It's all digital. The vocals sound digital. I was hearing, I don't know if I was hearing auto-tune or effects. I wasn't even liking what they were doing with the vocals. I wasn't liking it. I wasn't. The, The four different EPs and there's also... Some of it feels very pretentious where he's exploring these historical eras and each EP is a season and then each EP has a different vibe. And, you know, one of them, he's like, oh, I was trying to write Elliot Smith songs. 
I guess that's the winter one. You know, supposedly some of it was real heavy. I couldn't find this heavy stuff. I couldn't really find anything. I didn't hear another a song that I wanted to listen to again. So I thought about doing an episode about the SZNZ EPs, but I guess I'll just mention them here and I'll just say, I don't know if Rivers Cuomo is self-important, but if you look at the way he talks about the songs on these new EPs, really comes across as, hey, I think the guy's really talented or was. I've raved about plenty of Weezer songs. There's a whole batch of Weezer songs I love. I don't think the first album all the way through is great. I think Pinkerton is a pretty great album. I think the Green album is a great album. I like a few. I like some of Maladroit. I wouldn't call Maladroit a great album. I can listen to the whole thing. I enjoy Maladroit. I guess Pinkerton Green album is the height of Weezer. They're very different albums. Very different. They're both great in their own way. Some of my favorite songs would be My Name is Jonas, World Has Turned. Those rank right up there with any Weezer songs. Yeah, but once you get past the early Weezer stuff, I'm not much of a fan. I'm not much of a fan at all. And I don't know when I would ever choose to listen to any Weezer song post-Maladroit. I can't say there's even one song post-Maladroit that I love or that I would really want to go listen to. And that's really sad because that's a lot of albums. That's That's a lot of albums. And can you believe here at the end of Weezer Day by Day, I am losing my voice. I'm losing my voice. So we're going to end Weezer day by day. I hope you have enjoyed this series. And I would love to hear some feedback. I don't know who made it this far and is even hearing this. But let me know what you like or don't like about day by day. You can email me. Rockandorrollpodcast at gmail.com. Bjcramp at gmail.com. Or go hit me up on Facebook. There you have it. That's Weezer day by day. Hope you liked it. Thanks for listening. When the neon lights stop shining, I see you like a silver lining. You're my precious metal girl, my best friend in the world. Look like you could have been in faster pussy cat in your leather jacket with the patches on the back.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 